0: It's a terrible football show, all right?
1: I want whatever you guys are smoking right now.
2: Come on Shane, OH! Ohh. You... OH! I-O, oh, baby, go. yeah! <laughs> Shane, I swear to God. Welcome, Welcome to, to a terrible football show. show! That's my quarterback and my teammate, man! Woo! ruins <laughs> 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 my fucking holiday every damn year! Alex, what up? You could thoroughly kiss my ass.
1: Why not let us decide the top four? Yeah, let a
0: terrible football show
1: a terrible foot- decide a terrible
0: the top four. Fuck you, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> Roll Tide. Have a good one, guys. Oh, oh yeah, you got to go. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Uh, you
1: know, I like that Baker Mayfield and myself, man. He was baking it up there in the Browns, and it just turned into a big old shit pile. So... <laughs>
0: Get that right i will fly you out and take you to a game in dallas of your fucking choice Ooh. oh shit yeah he's successful at just giving his terrible opinion so why can't i it's a terrible football show after all Welcome to A Terrible Football Show, episode 68. We're back again for a nice little July episode, just saying hi, how's it going? Uh, and please note, we are on episode 68. That means when we come back weekly, we're going to be on a nice 69, boys. Oh, <laughs> that was planned. Uh, of course, we got Jacob here, who was not part of a show last week, so good to see Jacob again. No Shane this week, though. And then we have Ricky here on the phone. He's having some trouble, so he's just going to be on the phone today, kind of chatting it up. Uh, boys, how are we doing? Let's start with Jacob. Jacob, how you doing, man? How you feeling? Good to see you back
2: doing pretty good man uh since the last time everybody saw me i i have moved i'm in a new area now uh still working the same job still working really long hours it's like we're like dead smack (laughs) in the middle of our busy season right now and it probably won't stop being busy until probably september so just in time for football so that's great
0: yeah, I feel you. Work's kind of winding down for me. It's been a very, very busy year for me. Uh, so I am I feel you on that one and starting to kind of, I think by like next month, it's going to finally start to slow down, thank God, because it has been unreal. Uh, Ricky, what about you, man? How are you been?
1: Uh, basically the same. Working a lot of hours. Uh, it's, yep. it's also our busy season. And, you know, I, I, that one part of the business is going to slow down, and then the other part of the business is going to pick back up. My officiating season starts next month. Oh, so yeah, uh, it, right. I'll be going from then till, well, whenever basketball season's over, February March. So yeah, it's it's gonna pick back up for me.
0: Yeah, man, we're just busy, busy guys. I'm telling you, uh, I'm, I, I that's not, that's not even just us, man. I feel like that's everyone been here at the team here at Sparky Three. Yeah, I know Zach's been an ungodly level of busy. Uh, Steve, who's recently joined the team officially, he's been ungodly busy at work too. Um, you know, the whole team has been busy It's just that time of year, you know I'm looking forward to fall where we get a chance to breathe a little bit uh, Plus looking forward to fall because ATFS will be back weekly uh, Starting two weeks yeah. from now uh, August 1st, baby, that Tuesday we will be back weekly uh, You know, the good old episode 69 uh, We already have a slate kind of planned uh, we, we always plan our preseason stuff uh, for just a lot of predictions And see how wrong we are the next year Which, spoiler alert, always very wrong uh, so August first, we'll kick things off with NFC predictions. August eighth, we'll kick things off with uh, AFC predictions. The fifteenth, uh, NFL playoff predictions based on how we think NFC and AFC could go, and then twenty uh, second, we got college football conference winners and conference, and college football playoff predictions. And twenty 29th, you know, our our poll starts. I run your pool. Uh, I'll have an I'll have a new link down in the description probably. Yeah, no, not probably. I will. Whenever uh, we come back for episode sixty nine, I'll have a new, I'll have a new link down in the description for our run your poll. So if you want to join the NFL or the college football predictions and compete against us, uh, definitely join. There will be a prize, even though I have not given anyone their prizes yet. I swear I have not forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I promise I have not forgot. I've got four prize winners. I got Jacob here. Uh, I think Jacob was NFL who. Tied with Brady, you and Brady yep. tied for the NFLs. Shout out to that, both of you are getting a prize. Uh, Ricky, you were the college football season winner, and I think Tyler was the Bowl Mania winner. So I have not forgotten prizes. Okay, I just know what I want. I know what I want to get everyone, and it's just I just haven't got around to it. I, one of these, one uh, of one of my upcoming, you know, extra checks I've been getting, I may, I may use that for it sometime in the near future. I haven't forgot this time. I swear. I think it was Tyler brought it up in the discord a few months ago. And at that moment I sh- I did up front forget like up front. I totally forgot, have not <laughs> forgot this time though. It's it's in my brain that I need to get this done. Uh, we're also going to have uh, our fantasy league. Of course uh, you know, uh, looking forward to getting the draft. I haven't sent out the invites to like Jacob and Steve yet, um, but uh, I did get the league made and I was kind of setting up all the scoring stuff and the team stuff. So looking forward to getting that sent out to everyone and, you know, compete for uh, another trophy, which got Shane's trophy right up there from last year. Shout out to that. Let's see if I can get my camera back in position. But uh, yeah, looking forward uh, looking forward to uh, fantasy football. Also leaning towards maybe having a secondary league where other people can join. Uh, something I'm looking at right now. We'll see. Uh, but no, uh, today's episode, uh, I'll be honest, boys, we're just going to shoot the shit, just like we did last month. Only reason we're here, okay? Uh, I did want to title the show something, so I did throw a couple a couple things in there for the title, just to have something to kind of go off of, and we'll ramble from there. So, we'll start with the title stuff. Uh, we'll start there, and we'll ramble from there. Uh, so, if you got anything in the chamber, boys, just hold it in the chamber till we ramble a little bit. All right. Uh, all right. So first up, I, I wanted to chat. I wanted to get you boys' thoughts on this because man, this has been a hot topic, especially in the last week. Uh, especially the last week, but it's been a pretty hot topic over the last like month or so, uh, and that's the state of the running back in the NFL. Because man, it's in a weird place right now. It's 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 in a position where I feel like we're gonna maybe reach a point where we're gonna start seeing it kind of like maybe trend back upwards, and I feel like we're gonna see it trend upwards potentially with uh, the stuff that's kind of happening right now. But, it, you know, at the same time, I, I don't know. I feel like uh, running back, it's not a dead position, but it feels like it's, it's, it's dying to an extent just because of the cycle of, you know, draft a guy, guy does well, you move on, you draft another guy, versus pay your players, you know what I mean? Uh, and that's where we are right now where it's like, you know, you got Barkley waiting for a deal, you got Jacobs waiting for a deal. Um, I think, uh, yeah, you got you, you two, you got Pollard waiting for a deal. Uh, he's going to have to play the year on the franchise tag. Uh, I mean, that's just three backs. I'm, I know I'm forgetting others. I know there are others that are waiting for a deal. And then, like, I know, like, in Barkley's case, you know, he's openly said he's not trying to reset the market. He just wants to get paid okay. You know what I mean? Like, he just wants to get paid all right. But, you know, what are you guys' thoughts on just kind of the state of the running backs? I saw an interesting stat earlier where it's like the average running back pay is, like, one point whatever million, and the average kicker pay is, like, two point whatever million. Just to kind of put it in perspective of, like, where we are with the running back position in today's league uh but w- you know w- what are you guys' thoughts on where the state of the running back is right now
2: so the problem with the running back position is the fact that they it's too much of a liability position if you yep. pay them a lot there is the opportunity i think there's a bigger opportunity for a running back to get injured than there is say a quarterback wide receiver kicker lineman etc they're just getting their 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 bodies are getting contacted more with other players and I mean, you saw, just for instance, what happened when the Cowboys paid Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. Paid him a shit ton of money. He gets injured, and he's never the same, and he ends up getting let go. I think it's just too much of a liability, and unfortunately, yeah, Saquon and Jacobs, they're good, but they're getting to that point. They're getting to that peak, and once you hit that peak, it's just downhill from there, and... I don't know. I mean, personally, if I was a GM in the position to want to pay those guys. I just think it'd be easier just to draft somebody else because there's always going to be more good running backs. Right.
1: I think I know, Jacob, you're right on the money, and that's that's where I was also going to go with it. I think one of the things that you also have to understand is we've seen this in recent history where someone like Zeke Elliott gets paid, he gets injured, he's never the same. But let's also go back a little bit, guys. Y'all remember Le'Veon Bell? His final year with the Pittsburgh Steelers had well over four hundred carries, and his salary was not very high. And that was his biggest issue. Is I understand that you're wanting to pay me for my production ahead. It's like I'm going to be here for ahead, but I also want you to pay me for what I've done for you. And I think that's kind of where I kind of think that's kind of where people miss the mark on is. When you're in a job market, for example, and let's say you make some starting pay or whatever it is, typically speaking, and this has happened across all major professional sports, not necessarily with the quarterback, because the quarterback's positions have been a lot different, but let's just take the NBA, for example. When you start paying NBA players, the production becomes way, way less, and not only that, they, they play way less games. And with this, with, with this recent history and this trend that we've seen that we've seen, why do you think Minnesota let Diamond Cook go? They weren't gonna be able to pay him. They weren't gonna be able to pay him all that, that money and see all this decline going on at the very same time. But here's another perfect example, gentlemen. Several years ago, there was a time that Pepsi came in and said, okay, we're gonna change your entire pay structure. And they started with the warehouse people. And the warehouse people went from, I, I can't remember what the, the exact number it was, but they got a $4-hour pay raise within, within overnight. As soon as the pay went up, the production went down. And it, it's, it's, the, it's just the trend that has been going for so long. And I think, they need, I think what they need to do is, I think in some way, they need to kind of like restructure probably on how they deal with these running backs. Because to me, the rookie contracts just last way too long. And um, I, I really believe they need to pay them sooner rather than later because now, you know, you see these running backs. I think Josh Jacobs is going to find another job somewhere. I don't think he'll get paid near as much as what as, as what Vegas could have paid him. Um, Saquon Barkley, I think eventually he'll be fine. But um, of all three of the running backs that are not signed yet, of course, Tony Pollard, he's going to play under the franchise deal. He's already signed that. He has already signed the tag. Josh Jacobs and Saquon Barkley, however, they have not signed their tag, so they do not have to play this year. They'll lose a lot of money, but they 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 will not have to play this year if they don't sign any kind of deal uh, between now and then. But um, it just this is just the way it is, gentlemen. And until they find some way to restructure this, um, it's going to continue to be a downhill climb.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Another another guy to throw in that hat as well is going to be Austin Eckler. You know, he's a guy who also uh, didn't get the new deal that he was hoping to get. Uh, you know and all three of these guys you know good backs good you know productive backs and man I don't know like it's going to continue to go downhill from here Uh, but like I'm just waiting for the first domino to fall you know what I mean like who's going to be the first one to actually sign a deal and what's that deal going to look like you know because like the you know the wild part is in my opinion Josh Jacobs had an incredible year okay I mean he did you know 1600 yards whatever had an incredible year but like I don't know if I'm just like a fake fan or just an idiot fan or what, but I don't feel like Jacobs is the guy that should reset the market. I, 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 I don't know if I'm completely off the mark on that. We'll see if I am after this upcoming season. I think he's been a fine running back. I think he had a really good year this past year. He had a big prove-it year, and he definitely proved what, you know, Josh McDaniels is kind of iffy on, but I don't think he's the guy that should reset the market per se. Like I, I don't, well, I, if, I don't, I don't view any, him on the same tier as a Derrick Henry or a Nick Chubb, for example.
1: No. And I, I think Saquon Barkley would be the only one that I would consider even trying to reset the market. But even then, um, you see how the giants have been, you know, they're, they're getting better, but they're not, uh, um, they're, they're not quite there yet, but I, I really believe they need Saquon Barkley more than they need anybody on that, on that football team right now. But I, I will right. say this much, um, as it pertains to the market itself, I don't think Sa- Like you said, Saquon's not looking to reset the market. But what I think Saquon is looking for is more years than what they're offering him. From my understanding, I think the money is almost there. It's just the years hmm. um, that that they've offered. Now, and I think that's the biggest thing that he's looking for is stability. Let me get some stability. You know, you get you, know, you get a four, you get a good five, six year stability. Yeah, uh, and I think that I think they're looking about fourteen, fifteen million a year. That's a pretty good. That's a that's a pretty good stable, you know, uh, a stable paycheck for the next, you know, what four or five years at least. And then who knows after that? Usually, running backs retire very early, and maybe he'll get TV or something like that. I don't know. So I mean, I can understand where I could understand where they're coming from. Um, but as a whole, the running backs are just screwed right now. That's true. It's gonna be that way for a while. <laughs>
0: You know, one thing that uh, you said when talking about Saquon, and, you know, I think it was Saquon or Josh, I don't remember, about the deal that they would kind of want. I, no, you were talking about Le'Veon, where it's just like, you know, you know, that he under, you know like you you mentioned how he, like he understood about, you know, they were trying to pay him for the pr- productivity to come, but he also wanted to get paid for what he's done kind of thing, right? I feel like what comes into play in that sort of situation for teams, and I feel like Austin Eckler is definitely a great example because he is like, he is today's, like, he is like, the current games, like Matt Forte, in my opinion, he he's a guy for that team that does so much for the team, kind of like a Christian McCaffrey as well, right? Two guys that just do so much for that offense. Um Where it's just like, yo, just give them a little bit bigger of a signing bonus. You know what I mean? And make their signing bonus a fat paycheck because that's that's your thank you. You know what I mean? That's money that you get immediately. Like, you know, that that's where I'm kind of wondering what's going on with these deals. You know, like in Saquon's case, yeah, he wants more years. And I, I was seeing some numbers uh for the uh for the john steel where it's like 11 or 12 million or something like that for barkley i haven't seen anything for jacobs though um but it's just like you know if you want to pay if you want to pay these guys uh based on like the market value and maybe increase the market value just you know a bit whatever but like and also reward them why not just give them a bigger signing bonus you know what i mean because that takes less off your cap space anyway so that, that's something that I, I don't know why we're not looking more into. I mean, that we very well could be. I'm not, a, like, a finance major or anything. So I don't know what teams are actually doing. But that's what I would do, you know, in a position, is I would look more into doing a fatter signing bonus. I feel like that's a good, like, pat on the back of an attaboy. You know what I mean? Like, thank you for all your work kind of thing, right? So, but, yeah, no, running backs are fucked, man. It's unfortunate because it's also, like, you know – it, it's just their lifespan, right? Like they just take such a beating. And that's why I feel like you're also seeing so much more value out of guys like a Christian McCaffrey or an Eckler or like, uh, you know, Alvin Kamara, which, you know, well, that's a, he's, he's a different topic uh, where they, you know, they're very successful on the offense on both sides, you know, on both sides of you know receiving and rushing. You know, I feel like the, I feel like Derrick Henry, it, you know, we're not going to see a Derrick Henry very often. You know, Derek Henry and Nick Chubb, these, like, down-hard runners, I don't think you're going to see guys like that all the time. Like, across 32 starting positions, I feel like guys like that is going to be, like, under – I would say, like, under six going forward, like, where you're going to have a star player of that level of running back or that type of running back is what I should say. You know what I mean? Like, I think going forward you're going to see a lot more of these flex guys. But then it's just like – you know, see, the weird thing about the running back though position – And going forward when it comes to like having these running backs like a C-Mac or an Eckler or whatever, these guys that can really flex into multiple positions and stuff, where it's going to get a little funny and a little hazy is like at what point do you pay them like a running back or do you pay them like a receiver or pay them like a a middle of the road thing? Because I know tight ends are facing that problem now where it's just like tight ends, you know, they're getting like the tight end pay, right? Where it's like they're getting a lot of money, but then you look at a guy like Travis Kelsey, which I know he's talked at length that he's cool with his money because he just wants to be in a great situation and win. Kudos to him. But let's say he wasn't like that. Like, let's say, you know, let's be honest. Travis Kelsey deserves to get paid more than most of these wide receivers. Like, up front, he does. But, like, it's it's a different pay scale. So, like, you know, if we start to see the running back position continue, continue, continue to evolve where it's primarily the receiving and rushing back, at what point are running backs going to want to try to dip into a little bit of receiver money? Like, not, not get to the same level as a receiver, but like a middle ground between receiver and running backs. You know what I mean? Like, when is that going to happen? Because tight ends are facing that right now. Of
1: course, well, and one thing, we've, we've also seen a little bit of a slack with tight ends, not necessarily um, – Pay-wise, but talent wise, in my opinion. We've we kind of seen a dip. Um, you I mean you just draft fantasy. How hard? I mean, it's, it's fantasy, not hard it's terrible. to draft a tight end. <laughs> it, well, exactly. I'm just I'm just saying it's it's hard. It's not hard to draft a tight end because unless you get the top two, the rest of them are not gonna be that great anyway. Yeah. Uh, you might get a good game here and there out of a few of them, but that's about it. But I'll I'll say this much. Travis Kelsey should be the second highest paid player in the league, next to Patrick Mahomes.
0: I agree with you. I'm going to be real. <laughs> I agree with you, man. I Travis really do.
1: Kelsey is, hey, he is just that good. All right. He is just that good.
0: <laughs> You're not on an island with that <laughs> statement, my friend. I actually do agree with you. The only like the like if I had to sit here and pick out like who I think should be like the second highest paid player in the league, like Travis Kelsey and I think Aaron Donald are the only guys that I would hard fight for where it's like one of these two guys I feel like should be the second highest paid player in the league. Because of just what they bring to the table and what they do to the game to completely change it. Justin Jefferson would be up there as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I, if, if if Travis Kelsey ever became the second highest paid player in the league behind Patrick Mahomes, I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense.
2: What, Jacob? I can agree with
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are a lot of good quarterbacks. You got Joey B. So, I mean, that's fair too. You got Joey B, who's, who's set up for a deal at some point. So, that's also got to look at
2: i just think the league is paying the wrong players honestly i mean when you look at somebody like deshaun watson who gets 230 million dollars guaranteed and half of the talented running backs in the nfl can't even get a single paycheck anymore is it's baffling yeah honestly i think the jets at least as far as saquon's situation goes i think or the giants i think the giants are uh banking on saquon signing that franchise tag to play this year Instead of making a deal and waiting for a deal next year. Yeah, man, I hope they work something
0: out. Because, like Ricky said, the Giants need Saquon like up front. Oh
2: yeah, who do they have out? <laughs> uh, they have Matt Breida and yeah, I, pff, I think that's it. <laughs> yeah,
0: Yeah, hey, I think that's it. I think you're right. Well, uh, in some other news, boys, uh, did you guys? What do you guys think about uh, old D hop picking the Titans? I feel like he's just following the trend of other older wide receivers going somewhere to die shout out to andre johnson shout out to julio (laughs) jones shout out to randy moss
1: uh deandre hopkins goodness gracious! i love
0: d-hop dude d-hop's one of my favorite receivers in the league for like forever so the fact he's going to the titans makes me so sad
1: and it's not just that but the titans are going to tank this year i mean come on people everybody knows that yeah. why in the world would you go somewhere that they're willing to take you're at the end of your career man go somewhere that you go not only can you put a little bit of production in but at least go to a, a, a playoff contender yeah I mean, exactly i mean the titans are gonna be like fourth in the division this year i mean
2: it's gonna be terrible yeah According to D hop himself, he is good to go to play for another five to seven years. So I would maybe love to he's see just it. banking on whoever the Titans are going to get in the draft quarterback wise. Yeah. Cause I heard,
0: cause uh, let's be honest that, that Mayo coffee drinking motherfucker won't be the guy he could be. He could prove us wrong. <laughs> he could prove us wrong but I I don't think he will I have no faith in Will Levis apparently I've seen a lot of reports where it's like Malik Willis has been outplaying Will Levis but Malik's still gonna probably get cut which you know fair I guess uh and I would hope Malik would outplay him I mean shit Malik's had a year in the system he's had a year at being a pro so I would hope that's the case but yeah apparently he's been outplaying Will Levis by a mile um in training camp and stuff
1: Freaking well, Malik knows it's make or break for him. There's yeah. no, there's no more, you know, there's basically no more chances for him. Yeah. And I mean, he just, you know I mean, and like I said, you know, this is last year, not this past year, but the, you know, his his draft class was the worst draft class of quarterbacks I've seen in a long time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was just a horrible draft class, but I, I, I think you're right. I don't think he's going to play. I think he's going to be cut.
0: Yeah. Next year's draft class for quarterbacks is going to be pretty good, though, honestly and truthfully i'm actually really honestly i
2: think the only two quarterbacks that are going to be good in the nfl are the top two quarterbacks and caleb williams and Drake may i I'm, can see maybe bo Nix being pretty good but right outside situation. of that i can't really think of anybody else that would be nfl caliber let me,
0: let me pull up if that. kj
1: jefferson didn't run the ball so much kind of like how lamar odomux he's a big he's a big body i i but he's not the He's not the NFL type quarterback, if you know what I'm. If you get my drift, yeah. Um And so I mean, it just that—that's because I mean he—he he needs to learn how to pass a little bit better. He needs to be a little bit more accurate with that part. But if he was—if he was a little bit more accurate with his passes, I could see it because, like I said, he's athletic. He's got talent, top to bottom. I could see him turning into a receiver in the NFL, but not a quarterback. I, I don't—I don't think he's gonna be that well of a quarterback.
0: I will say I, you know, not even just talking quarterbacks, but just the draft in general. I'm actually really excited for next year's draft. There's a lot of players that I'm excited to see where they're going to go. Like, I I know he's like one of the top guys. He's not like some underrated prospect that I'm going to shout out or anything. But man, I am so pumped to see what's going to go down with with Brock Bowers. You know what I mean? Like, I I, he's going to be a top five pick. I think he's going to even get drafted higher than. uh, Kyle Pitts, uh, like, man, I think I cannot wait for that, for where he's going to go.
2: You think it'll be as crazy of a draft next year as it was this past year, this past draft?
0: I think so, man. It's got a lot of talent because you got to be honest. You know, you got to look at it, man. People really think Caleb Williams is going to be the guy. So I think there's going to be a fight for that number one pick because honestly, I think Washington's trying to tank for him. You know, Caleb grew up a Washington fan. You know they w- Washington did nothing to elevate their team to the next level in my opinion this offseason I think Washington could potentially have the worst record in the NFL this year' we'll, we'll we'll see whenever I do my predictions and stuff but right now I'll go ahead and give you a little spoiler Washington's going to be damn near the bottom for me like I think they very well could <laughs> be the top pick.
2: I don't know, I'm man. I, do I, I, honest to God, think that Drake May will have a more successful NFL career than Caleb Williams. I will.
0: do too. I love Drake more yeah. than Caleb, but but I I'm just going based off of what I what we're seeing. You know, Caleb is the target. Yeah. While I disagree with that. He's the target. Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay, to me, and I, I'll go ahead and say it now. I said it last year. Caleb Williams is going to be a bust in the NFL.
0: Can't wait to follow up on it and see if see if you're right. Because I think it's possible. <laughs> I think he could be a star. I think he'd be a bust. I don't think there's in between for him. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I swear if Jerry Jones picks him up, I'm done. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, you never know. If Dak throws more than ten interceptions this year, we could be looking to get a replacement.
0: Yeah, Dak did call yeah, a shot. True. Dak called a shot. He said he's not throwing more than ten. I throw
1: five the first game.
0: Right. Uh, also speaking of, you know, looping back to the running back thing, here's a nice little like, you know, breakdown of some veteran running backs this off season and what happened to them, uh, uh tweeted out by, uh, Ari Mirov yesterday. Uh, so two guys took pay cuts being Joe Mixon and Aaron Jones. Uh, three guys were cut being Zeke, Dalvin Cook and Leonard Fournette. Uh, three guys were tagged, but they didn't get a deal being Barkley, Jacobs and Pollard. Uh one guy won a New Deal and asked for a trade, that being Eckler, and the other guy that's been a free agent all offseason, Kareem Hunt.
1: See, and Leonard Fournette, uh Murphy's past season or the season before. He actually had a very good season. Yeah. Um but I I but like I said with those three between Cook and between Cook Fournette, I'm surprised Cook hasn't found a new home yet. Um I figured somebody would take some kind of Uh, I thought you'd be money. And obvious to Zeke is no surprise.
0: Yeah, let's be honest, guys. Zeke's career is done. (laughs) Like I don't see. Yeah, I don't see Zeke being being picked up. I don't see it happening. Now the the question though is: Zeke is Zeke a Hall of Famer? Because in my opinion, he doesn't feel like one. But then you look at the stats, and you're just like, oh fuck, he might be. Yeah, stat-wise, he is up there. That's what's unfortunate, because he does not feel like a Hall of Famer at all.
2: I
1: well, think he's taken at the very beginning the of his of career.
2: Actually, Go ahead.
1: No, I was just saying, if you look at the beginning of his career, I mean, his rookie year, he averaged over 100 yards per game. That's insane Yeah. for any running back in the NFL. Uh, and it wasn't much less the second year. Um, it was just after that third year, uh, that's when he really started seeing the decline.
2: But well, it, it's the, uh, as far as the Hall of Fame goes, it's the curse that this past generation of Cowboys players has. They all have great stats, but they don't have a Super Bowl. Yeah. And that's yep. what really marks a Hall of Famer is a Super Bowl yeah it's the same thing with tony romo tony romo has yep. all the stats one of the most efficient quarterbacks to ever play the game of football in nfl history but he doesn't have a super bowl so he's not going to make the hall of fame if he, if he think, does he's going to be I like checked, 80 years it's old
1: been a while since I, checked. No, I was just saying it's been a while since i've checked but at one point tony romo was top five qbr of all time uh but we you know ever since they started keeping up with qbr um yeah, I just, that Super Bowl, we
2: got to have that Super Bowl. I mean, it's the same thing with Des Bryant, too. Des Bryant has the numbers as well, but no Super Bowl. I think the only, there's only a few people that will make the Hall of Fame from that era of Cowboys players, and that's Jason Witten, Zach Martin, and uh, Travis Frederick. Yeah. And uh, Tyron Smith.
1: you don't think you don't think Tony Romo did enough to make it
0: I honestly I think Tony Romo did but it's gonna be like he's gonna be one of those guys that we see every year where he's gonna be like in his fucking 70 or 80s and get into the hall of fame you know what I mean like we see that every year
1: so I'm gonna say this much if Eli freaking Manning with his two Super Bowls (laughs) and sub 500 record as an NFL quarterback get in Tony Romo should get in
2: Tony Romo ranks number eleven right now for all-time uh, career yeah, he, yeah, QBR. Yeah,
1: he was. He, yeah, i about to say he was on up there, up thing until this past season or season before.
2: Above Steve Young, above Peyton Manning, Philip Rivers, Kurt Warner, Joe Montana,
0: oh,
1: all Hall of Famers or future Hall of Famers, right there on that list.
2: Yeah,
0: yep. <laughs> I'm telling you, Tony Romo will get to the Hall of Fame, but it's going to be like when he's eighty. I'm, I'm telling you, friend, yeah. that's what's yeah. going to happen. <laughs>
1: Yep, be up there in a walker. I just want to tell you, y'all, he's been throwing football over those mountains. Yeah,
0: basically. Kind of like how it
1: was, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, oh, freaking, oh gosh, what's his name? Uncle Rico yep. on uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Garner yep. Minshew's twin.
0: Garner Minshew's twin. I'm sorry, yep. Gardner,
1: that's Garner Minshew's father. Yep. Illegitimate father.
0: Also, <laughs> I don't think I shouted it out last uh, last month when we did our episode, but shout out to the, I just got a Gardner Minshew Jaguars jersey recently. Shout out to that. Of course you did. I sent it it to you guys in the Discord. Uh, But yeah, I got a uh, Jaguars men's shoe jersey recently. Uh, I found it on, I think, I think the website's called Goodwill Finds. I think it's what it was. It happened to be my size. Of course it's Goodwill Finds. Yeah, it was. It happened to be my size. It still had the tag on it, bro. And it was only 20 bucks. And I'm just like, oh, fuck yeah. (laughs) Let's go. We're at
1: a Garner Menchu episode episode number one,
0: or yep. let's see,
1: who's, who's Carter Minshew playing for now? Colts. Yeah, you have to wait for episode two when we do AFC, but hey, you yeah. know, Carter,
0: Carter <laughs> Minshew jersey. Yeah, no, I, I do want, like, I love Minshew so much, dude. I do want to get, like, an Eagles jersey and a Colts jersey uh, of his. You know, he's just one of those players, you know, kind of like Devin Hester for me. I got Devin Hester's uh Falcons jerseys. Uh, I do want to get – even though he didn't play for him long, ha- you know, not even a full season, I do want you know Ravens jerseys and I want a Seahawks jersey. You know, even though he only played one game, uh, so yeah, it's just that it's just one of those players for me. Gardner Minshew's a legend. Um, also speaking of the Jags, so shout out to the fact that the Jags finally uh, re-signed um, uh, Evan Ingram. Shout out to that. Really, really excited to see that move happen.
2: Took him long enough.
0: Yeah. Uh. So before we get to arena football. And talk about the cities real quick, because I'm pumped. I'm so excited. A couple of little notes here, uh, just kind of curious on. Number one, have either of you guys watched Quarterback yet? Not yet. No. I okay. do
2: plan on it this weekend.
0: I have not either. Steve hit me up and asking me if I did. He's been watching it, and he says it's actually really good, and he's gained a ton of respect for Kirk Cousins, he said. So pretty fascinating coming from Steve.
2: So, oh, I don't know about that. Yeah.
0: So, I'm looking forward to it. And number two, <laughs> are you guys interested in watching hard knocks this year, being since it's the Jets? Because that is actually pretty fascinating to me.
2: Wasn't there, there was only like three teams that were willing uh, to do hard knocks no, this no year? No, no one right? was.
0: No one was. All, well, oh. well, there might have been teams willing, but the teams that may have been willing, they weren't on the list. The short list that came down was Commanders, the Bears, and the Jets. And I think one other team. And everyone said, no, we don't want to fucking do this. I wonder why. I'm surprised it still
1: exists. Because it's a freaking, uh, whatchamacallit, a distraction. It's a huge distraction is all it is.
0: I would view it as a distraction, yeah. Um, But, yeah, I mean, like, the Jets got forcibly chosen. Uh, like Aaron Rodgers even said that recently at the Lake Tahoe golf trip, whatever that he said, it's like they shoved it down our throats. It is what it is. I did see a report from Adam Schefter that uh, Hard Knocks will not be getting the same level of uh, access that they normally get uh, with the Jets. Because like one example is the they will not be allowed into the rooms whenever cuts are made. Just because yeah,
1: that's got to suck whenever you get cut. Oh, it's on a television show. Yep. Here you go. Yep the entire
0: world to see yeah see the jets the way they apparently according to adam sheff the way they put it is they just view it as like you know not you know unhumane you know to you know you're, it's not human you know to sit there and have cameras filming a guy losing his job you know what i mean so i mean i guess so, kudos uh, to that but i'm interested in watching it
2: i looked up uh because i was curious on who the most improved hard knocks team was going from the hard knocks year to the following season. And it was the 2009 Cincinnati Bengals. They, in 2008, they went 4-11-1. In 2009, they went 10-6 and and won their division. Hmm. Okay. That was with Carson, Palm, Carson Palmer and uh, Chad Ochocinco.
0: Chad Ochocinco, man. One greatest the greatest route running receivers of all time. That's interesting. I know they were ge- I know Hard Knox was getting desperate enough where they were almost they were trying to get see if the Lions would be open for a second season back to back because of how good the Lions season was. I, but I don't even think
2: Dan Campbell would want that no, anymore. No.
0: But ultimately they forced it on the Jets cuz the Jets have the most fascinating story. It, honestly, it was going to be the Jets to the Bears uh, up front it was. I mean the you know the the, the Commanders don't have an interesting storyline, you know to to market hard knocks in my opinion the most interesting thing is an ownership change i guess but you're in that there you don't have big moves you know you don't have new players at washington to warrant people wanting to tune in you know the jets have aaron freaking Rodgers. you know what i mean the the jets have a team that are a lot of people are excited for because of aaron Rodgers. you know uh both rookie of the years you know so they, they have things to be excited for and same thing with the bears the bears are just a very fascinating story because of all the new faces they got in there, the hype around Justin Fields and stuff. So it was going to get forced on Chicago or the Jets, and the Jets make more sense, in my opinion. You know, just because you have a a future Hall of Famer, 16-year Green Bay Packer now being a Jet. So it just adds to the story. But I'll be checking it out.
1: And the second former quarterback from the Green
0: (laughs) Bay Packers. (laughs) To go to the Jets, yeah. (laughs) Next, he's going to go to the Vikings. So I guess I'm fucked when that happens. Vikings are going to fucking dominate that one year, go to the NFC Championship, and lose. Uh, so, no. Uh, yeah. uh, anyway, uh, let's talk arena football real quick. Because uh, I'm really excited. I love arena football. If, you've never, if you're have if you listening and you've never watched arena football, like Jacob said when we chat about it months ago, you just don't get it. Uh, you just don't understand. Because arena football is awesome. Uh, so, the revival of the league is set to return next year. And we did get the 16... Cities announced. Uh, so I'll go through these. So we got Austin, we got Boise, which that one was shocking to me. Shout out, but that's shocking. Uh, we do have a, a team in California, Bakersfield to be specific. Uh, we have Chicago, we got Denver, we got Minnesota, we got a team in Louisiana. It's Lake Charles. Uh, we do have a team in Ohio. we Lights. got Cincinnati. Oh, oh,
1: wait, stop, stop, stop. What?
0: Yeah, Lake, Lake Charles.
1: Lake Charles, Louisiana? Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. Have Ricky.
0: you ever been to Lake Charles? I've never been to Lake Charles, <laughs> so please enlighten me.
1: Okay, okay. so Lake Charles, okay, it's a decent city. It's a decent town. Okay, it is. It, it really is. They have a very nice casino down there called the Golden Nugget. The only reason I know that is because that's where I went last year when my wife's cousin got married. But other than that, Right, nothing in Louisiana. What? what oh my gosh, you're better off staying in Boise. <laughs>
0: like, I'm wondering why. Like, like, there's a couple of cities on here where I'm just like, why? Like, why these cities? Because like, Louisiana's and Lake Charles, right? Uh, we have a West Texas team in uh, Odessa. I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm not sure. Um, and it's just like, yeah, it's just like, why there when you have so many other notable cities? You could have just done San Antonio. You know, uh, I mean, like I, I don't understand why not one of the more notable cities in, in Texas. And the same thing with Washington; they're going to be in Everett, Washington, not Seattle. Like I don't know, that's just weird to me. Assuming that it is Washington State, it is not clear. It does not clarify here. I would safely assume it's Washington State. With how that, I how wonder.
2: It's I wonder if it's based upon which stadiums they could lease out. That's my guess.
0: But anyway, we got Cincinnati. So there you go, Jacob uh orlando's not getting a columbus team again destroyers, though, it's so not I'm the columbus it's, it's not the columbus destroyers i feel you uh orlando's getting a team again that's cool see or orlando's former arena team i think it was the thrashers maybe i don't remember um i they're still actually an active team so i don't think they're going to get that that logo or name or anything unfortunately uh Oregon's getting a team though shout out to salem Oregon. Oregon's
2: getting an arena football team shout out to that man uh, Philadelphia, That's the second, uh, most populous city in Oregon, so they've been clamoring for an uh, NBA and hockey team. Yeah, I know. And they haven't got either, or they get arena football, baby. <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> Road uh, trip. Uh, I just realized San Antonio's on the list, my bad. Disregard everything I said a minute ago about the West Texas team. San Antonio's <laughs> on the list. Uh, but Philadelphia's on the list, baby. So Philadelphia's soul is coming back. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, and then we have Tallahassee, uh, Nashville, Tennessee, uh, and that's it. That's the list. There you go. So, Lake
1: Charles is a population of eighty-one thousand people.
0: Bro, they're not going to support that team. Well, they might. I don't <laughs> know. They no might. Way. No, they might. Let's be <laughs> real. Because like, if you're in a if you're in a city like that, right, where it's just like it's a smaller skitty. There's a lot, not a lot to do. Are you going to sit here and tell me that if you didn't live there, you wouldn't go to an arena football game? <laughs> you got nothing else to do. What are you gonna do? Just go sit in the Walmart parking lot? Oh. <laughs> like, you know, what are you gonna go what? Go go to Sonic and see whose truck is louder? Oh. You know, like like come on, I've, like. got to,
1: I've, I've literally I've got to, I've got to call my wife's aunt and uncle and give them this breaking news. This, this <laughs> is breaking time. news, they'll baby.
0: Buy, they'll, <laughs> they'll probably buy season tickets good that shows <laughs> so, I like, honestly like i feel like you know the more i think i'm thinking about it these smaller cities like they may be the cities to really support these teams you know what i mean because they got nothing else going on there
2: so yeah, i'm just saying ca- it really sucks though for co- for it not to be columbus because all columbus has is the crew and the buckeyes I mean we have the Columbus Clippers for uh triple or double A baseball, but besides the, the point. you have the Blue Jackets, whatever they're called. Yeah, they've been they've been really shitting a brick here lately, so yeah. a lot of a yeah. lot of the fans that I know have been disowning them. Fair. Fair. Well, hey guys,
1: I've got to, I've got to hop off here. Um I will see you guys in 2 weeks.
0: All right, brother. You have a good one, okay? Take care. Yes, sir. I will say I'm very conflicted for these teams because like in AFL's original run, I was a diehard Philly fan, love the soul. But like now I'm a diehard just Orlando of I love Orlando fan. And I know they're going to be in the same conference because it will probably be an East and West conference. And I feel so dirty having two teams in the same conference. I feel like it's a sin.
2: <laughs> I'm really, I'm, I'm really interested in the Boise team.
0: I am too, the Boise potatoes.
2: That's just so random. It it really
0: is, honestly. I mean, I guess shout out to the Broncos. You know, they're the only reason why it's even notable enough to get a a this.
2: Well, it's too bad the Broncos don't have an indoor stadium. That would be awesome.
0: It'd be convenient. Even
2: more blue field.
0: Yeah. Man, the Broncos have sucked for a while, though. Unfortunate for the Boise State Broncos. They had their they had their moment.
2: Kellen Moore,
0: yeah, Kellen Moore era, and then of course when they beat Oklahoma in the Fiesta yep. Bowl, that was it. That's all. That's the only fame they've got. Uh, but now I'm pumped for the Arena Football League. Uh, like I said, I'm calling my team now. It's gonna be Philly and Orlando, uh, so I'm I'm very very excited. I, I will say I'm pretty excited to see how the Orlando team's gonna do uh, because you know of course I do have some friends live there, and every time something like this happens, like you know where we had the AF or we had um, uh, XFL and stuff like that. I've, been, I've asked my friend, like, keep me up to date, like, do you see any support for these teams in the city? For the most part, he says no. Uh, the only thing that he ever sees personally is, of course, UCF uh, and then uh, their soccer team, Orlando City. He said that's the only thing that he sees. Um, like, he didn't even know they had a, uh, he, you know, for, based on, like, just from what he's seen, he didn't even know that the AAF team was a thing until I told him. Uh, he didn't know the XFL thing was a thing until I told him. He didn't even know the uh, they had a um, women's league soccer team until you know it got brought up in conversation because he doesn't see support for it.
2: What about the Magic?
0: Yeah, yeah, Magic's another one that he sees. Okay, yeah, I yeah. Was gonna... <laughs> yeah sorry, Magic, UCF, and and Orlando City. That's the only things that he ever sees, and it's mostly honestly, he says he sees more Orlando City stuff than anything else.
2: That's fascinating,
0: really? right? That's so fascinating when he told me that.
2: Orlando, the soccer city, huh?
0: Yeah, what a what that's a weird. weird. That is weird, but that's what he says he sees a lot. But I don't know, you know.
2: I, I know in Columbus we see there, you'll see a lot of crew memorabilia just because the city was hammering to try to keep the the team in the state yeah. or in the city because they were going to move to San Antonio. But, uh, man, I don't know. That's weird having a, a that be that and not you know football right yeah i'm hoping
0: orlando will support uh the arena team because i feel like that would be a really sweet ass thing to do in orlando is because it's an it's a it's an arena game you know you get to go in there and get some nice ac and watch yep. some football you know because it's going to be a nice it's gonna be a compact arena you know keep in mind it's not like a big ass stadium you know what i mean like the cowboys or something you know so you have yeah. to go in there nice compact area get some cold air you know watch some football that sounds like an awesome time like let's go no oh, uh, I will say I'm gonna try my best to check out a game next year uh, where in one of like you know whether it's like Philly or Orlando coming to visit one of these teams that are closer to me I, I want to go to a game I want to go to a game very bad I wonder if it's gonna be the uh, Chicago rush I wonder if it's I wonder if we're gonna see names return you know what I mean
2: I would assume so. I mean, it, it would feel really weird it's for them to just restart a team that's already been in a, a city like these yeah. established teams have been.
0: Let me look up uh, the old AFL real quick because I'm drawing a blank on some of these team names. I, I will say out of the out, out of the, um, uh, the 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 cities that are coming back that used to have teams, the only one that I will bet my entire bank account on right now—not really. In just case I'm wrong. Uh, that is getting their team name back will be Philadelphia. Like I'm, I'm saying it right now. <laughs> Philadelphia is yeah. going to get their team name back.
2: Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, the
0: Philadelphia Soul baby had a sweet logo, great colors, championship team. Like it's, it's gonna, it's gonna happen. It's, it's going down.
2: I'm gonna assume that Washington is going to be in DC, just because of the Washington Valor
0: that's fair All right, well let me just look it up to confirm let me let me look up uh uh no everett is in fact a city in washington state there you go ah uh, oof. yeah yikes uh it looks like let me pull it up on a map because i don't know where that is um uh, everett is north of seattle so there you go probably a suburb yeah lake charles louisiana though that was funny ricky's reaction to it
2: (laughs) oh i wonder if Cincinnati's gonna have their old name the the rockers is that what it was yep Uh,
0: i'm trying to look they were uh green yellow and white it was the orlando predators that i was thinking of i think the orlando predators is still active but in a different league well no it says folded in 2016 uh, I thought they were in a different league, though. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. that's okay, No, they are. That's what I thought. There's an, a team called Orlando Predators established in 2019, and they play in the National Arena League. Are National still, Arena League? Yes, they are still active. They've uh, won the playoffs one time.
2: I didn't even know the National Arena League was a thing.
0: Right kind of a bummer that uh Iowa's not on. Well, no, the Iowa Barnstormers are still a thing. That's right. Man, I wish they got an invite. You know what I mean? They should have gotten an invite. What are we doing? <laughs> you got to get the Barnstormers in here. Why didn't they just get an invite in? Come on. That's, that's that's silly. That's dumb. Uh Colorado Crush, that's right. That was that team. So I wonder if Denver will be the, you know, I wonder if that team will be the Colorado Crush. Uh, then there was the, they better
2: be, they better, they better be the Colorado crush and they better have a sponsorship with crush.
0: Crush, Yeah. Yeah. And then we did have a Nashville team called the Nashville cats spelt with a K that was a thing in 2005.
2: Ooh, that's changed that name. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I don't think that one's going to come back. I don't think that one's coming back. Let's see what else we've got here. That would be a potential returning one trying to look at some from ones from the past here. yeah chicago rush that was one that was founded in 2001 is when they were founded all right all right um (laughs) nashville cats no wait nashville cats is actually founded in like 97 okay all right all right never mind you know i just i noticed one team that i'm kind of shocked they didn't put a a city you know they didn't pick the city san jose the saber cats man i love that name saber cats yeah Kind of surprised they weren't on here. Oh, there it is. Yep, Cincinnati uh, Rockers. Shout out to that. So I'll be cu- I'll be curious. Yeah, out of, out of the team, out of the teams that are coming back, um, Colorado, Chicago, and Philly are the only ones where it's just like, yeah, they're gonna they should get their team names back. Everyone else is technically a new city that hadn't had. Well, I don't know about Minnesota. I don't know if Minnesota had an arena team at some point. I didn't didn't see that one, but. Either way, excited for arena football. Really pumped up for that. Uh, Jacob, you got
2: anything that you want to ramble on or do you want to wrap up the show? Uh, I don't have anything else. Uh, I mean, I, I was going to say earlier I, um, about the whole running back situation, at least oh, as, yeah. as far as Tony Pollard is concerned. I think the reason why they ha- he hasn't got a deal yet is because we drafted Deuce Vaughn. And I think we're waiting to see if Deuce Vaughn could be an even better Tony Pollard
0: oh that's a good point
2: man deuce vaughn imagine
0: imagine he pops off and he's just an absolute fucking stud for you guys
2: i bet you he will out of all the running backs that got drafted this year he had the most scrimmage yards yeah in college so i mean i think he i think he's gonna do great i i mean i hope he does great at least (laughs) right
0: yeah for your sake yeah for my sanity i feel you because i hope uh Roshan Johnson that we drafted does great when we could have drafted guys like Deuce Fawn or Chase Brown that I really wanted more, or Dwayne McBride that I wanted more. Or even Tajay Spears, I think, was still on the board for us
2: too. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was on the board.
0: Yeah, and we got Roshan Johnson. Hey, did you see that video of David Montgomery? Yes. Why would someone put that out? <laughs> if you don't if you're listening you don't know what i'm talking about dave Montgomery, there's a video put out with uh an exercise band of him like running against it you know for a workout and he ended up wasn't able to and he got whipped backwards <laughs> like who would why would you put that video out you know what i mean like you're you're sitting like unless he said oh yeah that was funny put it out like bro you're sending him out to die
2: <laughs> i'll bet you i bet you it was put out in all fun and games i don't th- i don't think it was any malicious intent or anything but you know it could have the reverse effect it could yeah, be yeah. it could have uh, a lot of people in the nfl looking at him and being like oh he's not what he used to be yeah
0: exactly like i don't know who signed off on that shout out to monty though legend absolutely All right, uh, I think we're going to wrap up the show. You know, it's it's fine. It's a shorter show. You know, it's it's still our July episode. I mean, it's fine. Uh, Next episode will be back, I feel like, probably at a normal length because we got NFC predictions. Uh, So a lot to talk about, a lot to take in there, uh, especially when you look at our favorite teams. Got a Bears fan here. Got a couple Cowboys fans. You got a Seahawks fan. So we got a lot of NFC stuff to chat about and kind of go over on that one. So definitely looking forward to it. I don't know if we'll have any. I don't know if Steve will be on for it. We'll see. Steve, Steve being part of Sparky 3 is literally like he's just he pops in when he can. That's that's it. Because <laughs> like the realistic thing about it is that, you know, as time goes on. Sooner or later, he'll either have like a different job or obviously Sparky Theory will continue to grow or this is a job where he'll be obviously available to do everything that he wants to do. Yeah. He's just not yeah. available to right now. But one day he will be. And that's what's important. I'm looking forward to it. Steve's awesome. I can't wait for him to be part of the show in a more official capacity at some point. He's just he's just here to have a good time. <laughs> that's, <laughs> See, that's what all. I'm kind
2: of like right, right now, you know, since it, work is all crazy and everything, I'm kind of just trying to do some things behind the scenes. Yeah, that I could do on my time and then eventually like, yeah, our e three, you know,
0: I I do feel you on that because man, I've got some ideas that I want to put out for Animan plus that's like, I just come in here on my own time and record something and put it out and call it an episode. Basically, it's like those topics that where it's like you would picture it more like a video idea, but I basically want to take it and just like, take the video idea, but then just put it as an audio upload. Boom, yeah, got an yeah. episode. There's one that I wanted to put out there where it's like, while in, it could be an interesting conversation amongst the three of us, four of us, whatever, at the same time, I feel like all of us would basically be repeating ourselves and saying the same things. I don't know how good of a conversation it would be, but I wanted to do a, a, sh- a quick upload on the state of Shonen Jump because Shonen Jump has been has been in such an awkward state for so long, and I just kind of wanted to talk about it because Mashal just be- ended. We- you know, Undead and Lux in its final arc. I'm assuming Yozakura Family is in its final arc, considering it had the time skip and it's like Mission Yozakura Family, which is the title of the yeah. series. My heroes in its final arc. Black Clover in its final arc. One Piece is in its final arc, but that'll last for five to six years. So that's not really a big deal. Uh, <laughs> JJK is like got like probably less than two years left on it. So it's just in a really weird place. You know what I mean? Like there's other series that are good that are doing well. Like, apparently, Witch Watch is still doing really well. Me and Zach dropped that. Um Akini Banashi is doing pretty well. Blue Box is doing yeah. well. But it's just been in a weird state, right? So, that's, uh, so I do feel you on doing stuff behind the scenes, because I've been doing that a lot recently, like the TikToks I've been doing. Make sure to go follow yeah. us at TikTok, at Sparky3Official. I'm just doing whatever I want to. I'm doing whatever I feel like doing right now. <laughs> the
2: shot of that I've, give been us loving, I've been loving the tiktoks i've been loving the the, the pokemon ones thanks man
0: <laughs> thanks man i've got i've got something new cooking that i'm really excited for i'm doing a hitman reborn one i'm really excited for it
2: Ooh, yeah okay
0: because i've already because like so hitman reborn one so I, i'm doing that i know this is a football podcast but it's the july episode it's fine you got you got <laughs> shane's not here Ricky's gone. You got the anime nerds here. All right. So if you're a football (laughs) fan, you you go ahead. Hey, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on August 1st. Anyway, so, uh, you know, with Hitman Reborn, with all the flames being very clearly kind of like dictate what they are, the first TikTok I did, I've got recorded, is I picked every flame to have a specific type and nothing is duplicated. (laughs) So I'm excited. I'm excited for that one. So, I, yeah, I got to get that uploaded sometime soon. There are some other videos I want to put. I want to put up a video about door dashing as well. Uh, I've, I've started door dashing recently, the second job. So I want to put out a TikTok about five things that I've learned uh, just kind of help new dashers because it's definitely some very good information, in my opinion, of like, hey, you know, do this and don't do this. I'm telling you right now, Like like, it's okay. But uh, anyway, that's that's stuff for a different day. But yes, go follow us over at TikTok at Sparky three official for sure. I'm gonna go ahead and hit the music. Kind of out here. That was really loud. My bad. Um, <laughs> but yeah, join the discord. Of course, during the season, we do take live calls here for ATFS. Uh, so you can always pop into the guest queue. Uh, to come join the show with us, I uh, will pull you up at some point. Uh, check out some Rogue Energy, they just had a new flavor launch recently raspberry pineapple. I think I haven't tried it yet, but I'm excited. It is delicious, is it? Okay, all right, it's so good. See, the strawberry mango is phenomenal, so good. So I'm looking well, forward. Mango
2: does a lot of work. Whenever Mango's in, yeah. it does a lot of
0: heavy lifting. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to trying the other flavors. So definitely go check out uh, some Rogue Energy. Use our referral link. Uh, it's the greatest way to help us. If you use the promo code Sparky3. That's just extra. It's a cherry on top. We appreciate it. But, hey, if you've got a promo code that gets you 25% off or 20% off, hey, feel free to use it. Just use our referral link, and you're helping us. I promise. It's, it actually helps a lot. <laughs> it blows me away how much <laughs> using the referral link helps us. Uh, and then, of course, check out our uh, Agent Inc. shop. Uh, we do have all of our jerseys. Like me and Jacob are both wearing right now, so go pick up a jersey. We'd appreciate that. Um, and then, uh, I guess, check out our website, sparky3.com. You can sign up for free. Uh, sign up for 5 bucks a month to support us further. Jacob's got something coming. the website and you're going to want to sign up you look for jacob stuff coming all you got to do is sign up for free to sign up to the website and you got some really cool shit coming from jacob soon i'm pumped for it uh jacob
2: any last words my friend i cannot wait for weekly episodes to come back me too dude it's (laughs) it's been a long summer it's been a long summer
0: (laughs) so anyway uh thanks for listening uh we appreciate the hell out of you we'll see you in a couple weeks uh, when we're back for weekly episodes bye